0: Welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Makeba. Makiba, how are you? I am fine. Thank you so much for joining us today on Faith, Health and Home. And I just want to let everyone know that today, in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are talking about what you don't know about the most aggressive type of breast cancer known as TNBC and why it disproportionately black women. Um, joining me today is Ricky Fairley, the CEO and co-founder of Touch the Black Breast Cancer Alliance and a stage 3A TNBC survivor, along with Dr. Monique Gray with the Grand View Health Cent Cancer Network Cancer Program. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having us. Thank you.
0: Now, uh, first, Dr. Gary, tell us about um, what is TNBC and how it is different from other types of breast cancer?
1: TNBC, or triple negative breast cancer, is named for and characterized by the absence of hormone receptors or signaling stations on the cancer cell that help us to determine how we're able to treat it, and how we're able to give medicines to prevent recurrence. And what this means is that it tends to be a more aggressive type of breast cancer, and that means that younger women are diagnosed. We're diagnosed. Black women are diagnosed with later stage disease. People who have hereditary cancer mutations are more likely to be TNBC, and these cancers are more likely to turn metastatic, making them more deadly.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Now, we know with breast cancer this month, um, we usually, you know, hear the typical things of do a self-exam and, um, you know, get a mammogram for sure. But tell us what are some other signs and symptoms that women can look out for, particularly black women um, of TNBC?
1: You know, Makiba, this is a really important question, and the answer is that the number one sign of symptom of TNBC and any breast cancer is no symptom at all. This is why it is so important for women, black women especially, to get that annual screening mammogram. Now, when there are symptoms, we know that both men and women can find masses or lumps in the breast. They feel them. They're palpable. We know that our skin can turn thicker and sometimes a little bit red, but it may look like an orange peel. Sometimes we'll see changes in the nipple, like nipple discharge or nipple retraction or inversion. And if a person sees that, they should go immediately to their
0: doctor. Absolutely. Now, um, how about the uh, metastatic TNBC, um, how it's treated? Has there been any recent developments in the medical field?
1: So once breast cancer leaves the breast and spreads throughout the body, it becomes metastatic. And chemotherapy is still a mainstay of treatment for TNBC. But we have seen in recent years wonderful advances with targeted therapies, with immunotherapies that are helping women to live longer lives, and we need more research, we need more participation by black women in clinical trials to make sure that these drugs work for us and to see even further advances to prevent
0: recurrence. Absolutely. And when you mention um, black women and how that's so important, um, we know that there are many health disparities, such as social economic disparities. Tell us the connection between that and um, the prevalence of TNBC and how these impact the outcomes for African-American women.
1: There are some direct effects of health disparities on the diagnosis, on the treatment, on the survival of black women facing TNBC. We know that women who live in rural communities and they have a lower socioeconomic status have a disparity in even accessing things like mammograms, especially due to COVID. We know that doctors may be less likely to prescribe the types of screening like 3D mammograms offered life-saving measures like clinical trials. So we know that there are lots of disparities that include all of the social determinants of health, but also some bias in the healthcare system. And lastly, the disparity for women who are younger, under the age of 40, who are diagnosed with breast cancer and are twice as likely to die compared to their counterparts. They may be even turned away by their physicians. And so we know this disparity exists, and we are here to bring awareness to it and to hopefully bring an end to
0: it. Indeed, and thank you for speaking with us today to bring that awareness. Now, um, Ricky, you are a Stage 3 TNBC survivor, as we mentioned earlier. Um, Just want to honor that for you and and so happy to hear that. Um, Tell us about your personal experience with TNBC.
2: Well, as Dr. Mo said, it's so important to get your annual checkup. My doctor found my lump in an annual checkup. And I went, I had a double mastectomy, I did a lot of chemo, a lot of radiation, and as triple negative does very prevalently, my cancer came back after a year. And my doctor said, okay, you now have two years to live, you're metastatic, so get your affairs in order. And I said, no, 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 I can't do that. I need, I have a daughter at Dartmouth, I need to put her through school, so me and God need to work this out and find something for me. I went and found a specialist who, who really had a better understanding of TMBC, and she put me on some experimental drugs and I'm here I just celebrated 10 years of survivorship. So I know I'm a miracle, I know I'm a blessing, but I knew that I had to get to work to advocate for my other breasties and and find a way to change the, the dynamic on these these devastating statistics for black women.
0: Absolutely and congratulations on um, being 10 years cancer free and I think I'm also I'm glad how you talked about um, the power of your faith and how that helped you get through so thank you for sharing your personal journey with us Now I'm pretty sure that your experience as well as your um, faith in getting through this and overcoming it is what prompted you to begin the Bre- um, Black Breast Cancer Alliance. Tell us more about um, what inspired you to start this initiative.
2: I know that God left me here to do this work. Um, I really should have died, and then so many other women are dying. So I also have three precious granddaughters, and the, the oldest will be is born and will, you know, get boobs in about 10 years, and I want to get rid of breast cancer before she, she, has, she has the opportunity to have and think about it. But I started my foundation because I wanted to bring more science to this disease. Right now we only have about 3% participation in clinical trial research. So we don't know why our bodies are different. We don't know why our breast cancer is different for black women. And we really need to do a better job understanding it and developing drugs that can help us and shape black women. So I, brought, I started to Touch the Breast Cancer Alliance to bring the parties to the table that can make a difference and change the game on how we talk about clinical trial research with black women to help them overcome fears about it, help them understand that they need to do it for their daughter, do it for your granddaughter and get engaged in the research, and get better drugs for our bodies.
0: Yes, absolutely. Appreciative for the work that you're doing, Um, being a mother of two daughters myself. um, As you said, you know, it's definitely important for us to make sure that our next generation of black women are better protected and better informed. Um, Tell us both Ricky and um, Dr. Gary, what are what's some advice that you would like to offer to Black women, um, particularly younger Black women, um, like you said, who you know may often go misdiagnosed or undiagnosed at all? What advice do you have for women in regards to um, educating themselves and, and getting a better understanding of TNBC? Feel your body, check your
2: breast, look at your breast, the breast so that if something going on, you can advocate for yourself and, and fight for yourself instead of getting dismissed by a doctor. And know your her story. You know, black people, we don't talk about disease in our, in our household. I want to bring this conversation to the kitchen table. Talk to your mom. Know your her story. Know what your family's up against so you can really talk wisely about it. We have a, um, an HBCU internship program to talk to young women and teach them about breast health. Not only to talk about it among their peers, but also to be that conduit in the family to talk to their mom and their grandmas about their, their breast health and their histories. It's so important to bring these conversations to the kitchen table and make women comfortable with that. And then also, if you have an opportunity, participate in research, you know, participate in clinical trials so that we can do a better job getting the science and getting the information that we need to build better drugs and change the
1: outcome. My advice to everyone watching men and women, everyone listening, is that you really want to let your faith be greater and bigger than your fear. And that means getting your screening mammogram. It means knowing your family history so that you can know what screening you should get and whether or not you're at higher risk. It means taking the leap and talking to your doctor and partnering with your health care provider if you do find something and not letting anything deter you. And it means sharing your story and your narrative and getting involved. You know, we've we recoined Breast Cancer Awareness Month as Breast Cancer Action Month. Yes. And so there's something that everyone can do to increase not only awareness, but action and accountability for all of our community
0: wonderful advice there and i'm just like to add to that um as mothers when we have our um younger daughters i have one that's 28 and one that's 19 and so like you said we need to bring these conversations to the kitchen table we need to bring these conversations in our um daily communication with our daughters so that they can be informed and they can take action for their own health as well to be their own health advocates as we um also work to become our health advocates as well and just lead by example for them so that they can follow in our lead and have some information and some resources that they can go to as well. And I want to let everyone know that for more information, if you want to learn more about the initiative or anything in regarding 2TNBC, you can definitely visit touchbbca.org. That's touch bbca.org find more information there get yourself informed and aware so that you can not only save your life but the lives of your daughters and all of your other friends and family members your loved ones for um, breast cancer awareness month and beyond I want to thank both of you so much for joining me today it's been an honor and continue to do the work that you're doing it is changing lives and saving lives we appreciate you
2: you and thank you for
1: helping us get the word out. Thank you so much with for the
0: opportunity. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Health and Home Digital Podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.